Uh, what is up, Make Community? It is another week on the Make. So glad you are with us. Or should I say, hola? Hola. Como estas? Bienvenidos. Oh, sí. welcome. Sí. I like what you just did there. Uh, I see what just <laughs> happened. Uh, if you're guessing, that's not Amanda's voice you just heard. Um, even though she's here. Amanda's Hello. to my left. She is ready to go today. Um, I've got my man Saul sitting over here to my left. Yes. Um, and in fact, you may know Saul more for this right here. <laughs> a little salsa with Saul. It's been a while. It's been a while. But the better part of this podcast today is she's got a sound on the board. Oh, yeah. But she's never been on the microphone. And you know her. It's the one who brings the salsa for Saul, but it's actually Norma is now on bringing the heat today on the podcast, on the make. Uh, Norma, welcome. Hello, everyone. You literally have a button named Norma right there. It says it on the I board. I don't even have a button. That's definitely, oh, I don't yeah, need You don't need a button. Need a button. <laughs> no button. Uh, Benjamin button. That's about it. Um, so well, I'm glad you guys are on today. Like This, this is, this is going to be a fun podcast. Excited um, to be here. By the way, I had somebody on Sunday were like, last week was a lot. <laughs> I heard that a lot actually. Oh, I was they like, said it. They loved it. It was and it chaos. Was hilarious, but it was a lot. Yeah, there was uh, there was a In whole a stretch way. that was really good. Yeah, and then there was and a whole stretch time that started. And then coffee time started. And, well, let's just say that got a little out of control. Amy opened that can of she coffee. She came. She came bringing shade. She really did. She brought some I'm shade. An advocate for the people. Yeah, and I don't soldiers. know. What, I don't know what people that is, but Maxwell uh, drinking people. You know, the best part of waking up is it's not folders. Not that. I don't want to wake up that way. So, um, so I, here's why I'm excited. I mean, so our people heard a lot from you on here because they've heard you preach main stage yeah. and revive. And uh, but what they don't know is mm-hmm. is that actually the real preacher in this family. Very actually, true. it's Sonia. It's neither one of you. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's actually is actually Norma. Like yes. she she is uh, now she is a global speaker. Yeah, um, she got back. That's true. Dominican. Is that not true? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's true. Like, uh, and it was she was already global because she was in Mexico. She had spoken to Mexico before. I would I would assume. Yeah. Um, if I spoke Spanish, I'd speak everywhere in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I would, I'd speak on our main stage in Spanish. I wouldn't even speak just English. Just be in another country. They have no idea I, what I'm saying. But yeah, I'm in India, but I'm speaking good. in Spanish. It sounds awesome. Uh, then you just spoke for a women's conference in the Dominican yes. with yes. Go Ministries. And uh, talk to us a little bit about that. How was that? Talk about It's one of our partners here, Go Ministries. And um, you and the Sonias, um, your Sonia <laughs> and Sonia Z. Yeah. Um, and there's somebody, who else went with you? There's somebody else who went with you. It was uh, Janet. And Janet. Yeah, that's right. Um, you guys went down to partner with Go for their women's conference. So why don't you give us a little feedback on how that was? Very hot and very humid. <laughs> we don't do humid here. No, no. Very humid. Um, but it was great. We had over 300 women there, over nice. 310 um, women that attended that conference. And, um, yeah, it was we put we weren't prepared to put together that conference, <laughs> but that is what we did. We I translated um, and I preached. I was their keynote speaker, and it was a great conference. That's awesome. Fun. Nice. Well, and I, I here's what I love is uh, to give some context. They they bring these women from all over the island, and this year the the theme was quinceanera. Yes. And a lot of these women never got a quinceanera. Mm-hmm. And so you got women 40, 50, 60 years old that never had this because at 13, 14, they were having babies yeah. and they were being abused and um, nobody's ever treated them with love and care. Mm-hmm. So they were given dresses and crowns. And uh, I, I think the one story you shared was about the crowning and that these women kept going through line to keep getting crowned. Yes. Um, and uh, I, there's just something beautiful. Like I got literally goosebumps just talking about that because they've never felt value till that moment. Mm-hmm. And it and it wasn't just that your value is 
in a quinceanera, your value is actually in Jesus and right. he deems you, he deems you a, a queen, mm-hmm. you know? And so I just, I thought it was so beautiful. And, uh, when we went down there the last, when did we go down there? Was that May? May. May. Yeah. That feels like that was like three years ago. <laughs> uh, when we were down there in May, that's how this kind of all started. And, um, I loved having you guys down there because mm-hmm. you spoke the native language. Yes. And so I just always listen for my name. <laughs> That's all I do. I'm like, don't I, talk I, about did, me. I didn't hear my name, so I'm good. And uh, I've got like three phrases that, you know, I can say. That's about it. Um, yeah. And I won't say any of them on the microphone because <laughs> they didn't teach I don't really know what any of them mean um, except one. And the, the other one's just stupid. So, um, but now as we kind of transition into, I mean, you guys have been leading Revive, our, our bilingual service here. And um, I, I want you to take our people on a bit of a journey because a lot of our people don't know the history of Revive. How did it? How did it come to be? How did it end up at Pantano? Um, and now fully integrated in, like it's we're one church, multiple languages and services. So, uh, once you, so we'll just walk us through that history a little bit. Well, it all started in a small hot town, which I don't know why Norma was complaining about the Dominican Republic heat. <laughs> I thought you said a small hot tub, and I was like... <laughs> no, hot town. Hot town. Okay, that's good. I was uh, like, so just the two of y'all? Like, I'm yeah. confused. Okay. <laughs> well, we lived in Yuma, Arizona, and that's where God called us to ministry there. Uh, we were leading a youth ministry for about 10 years, and then after that, fast forward... Um, we were actually, you know, set up to actually move out of Yuma because I was getting a promotion with a grocery store. Uh, we ended up coming here and we knew in our hearts that God had called us to uh, continue reaching the people. And uh, we, we knew that God had led us to this point to where we came to Pentano. Uh, Norma has an awesome story about that to where how we actually got here. She, it was a total Holy Spirit move, uh, just, uh, you know, prompting her that when she passed by Houghton, she felt like the Holy Spirit just pull her and say, this is where you need to be. And we got connected that very next Sunday, uh, started in starting point, connected with some of the pastors, and they got us on a journey there. We told them our hearts. We said we were just supposed to be passing by because we felt the call of God to go plant or start a ministry, a bilingual ministry. But Pantano embraced us and stay one. They say, okay, what do you need? How can we help? How can we shepherd you? How can we be catalyst to what God is calling you to be? And they just totally went on a journey with us. We got six months later. Uh, we Well, three months later, we opened a life group. Life, life group just exploded in our living room. We didn't even fit. Um, then they, um, the, our leaders actually saw that God had called us, sent us to um, exponential, exponential oh, conferences, yeah. uh, just planning and pouring inside of us for so many years. Um, but six months later, after we arrived here, um, we were called to the office and says, okay, does God, is God still calling you? And we said, yes, we still feel the call. We just thought we were just going to come to Pantano, connect our kids to a healthy uh, student ministry, kids ministry, and we thought we were going to be passing by. But uh, God has had us here ever since 2014. Oh, wow. And, That's and, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And Send it's been to assessment. And you can't we, forget assessment. Oh, yeah. We went to assessment where <laughs> I got to tell this because the very first stop when you get into assessment, maybe I'm blowing it for some of the people here. Like no, I've, I've been through assessment. <laughs> I, you like, don't have to tell me. Like Robert, um, probably getting, you know, prepared to be Pastor Bob. <laughs> <laughs> PB. But, yeah, PB. Yep. <laughs> but when you got to assessment, the very first thing you meet with a, a psychiatrist. And I say, uh oh. I'm done. There we go. <laughs> yep. I said, this I'm never leading in the church if I got to the psychiatrist. Um. Yeah. And it was a session where you just talk about your past and how God has been, you know, woven in the midst of all that stuff. And uh, it was very evident that God had brought us here. Um, we've been so poured into, we launched it every event in 2014. 
Uh, we went into the community. We spent four years there. We loved on a lot of people, partnered with schools, uh, did God's mission in that area. And there's some people that still attend Revive because of that. So wow. in 2017, came back on campus, uh, we're trying to figure out where they were going to launch again, not launch again, be a campus, be, you know, a ministry. And then it became more evident as time passed on and the relationships grew uh, closer. And um, we, we just uh, were embraced by all the pastors, Pastor Glenn, pa- all the pastors, Pastor Roger. And then when you came along, it was like the very first time I saw you, Pastor Trevor, you led us all staff meeting in the courtyard. Oh, yeah. That's when everybody wore parkas because they thought it was cold. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. was. It's under It was 80, like 68. And like <laughs> Cindy is cold. out there literally it wrapped up in like <laughs> North Face. I'm like, yeah. are we summiting a mountain today? And yeah. it's like, no, we're having all staff. I remember <laughs> I put a floor heater at your feet. Yeah. Couldn't even feel it. It was for Glenn. That was not for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I didn't need that. Uh, I was coming from Cincinnati, bro. I'm like, it's summertime. Yay. You yeah. Know. I put a floor heater out for somebody. Yeah. But I remember yeah, it, that. It wasn't me. It wasn't very effective <laughs> no, at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. And then um, when you came along and you spoke to us as all staff, my heart just linked and something just happened and overwhelmed me. And I told Norma, uh oh, I don't know what's happening, but I feel a shift coming again. And there's some moments in our ministry where we felt shifts and, and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, when you and I started talking, I just felt like my heart was linked to whatever was going to about to happen here at Pantano, which we're actually seeing now. Yeah. So it's it's been amazing. And the integration, we talked about integration, our hearts linked, our ministries linked, everything's linking together. And I think we're all here at Pantano and we're getting, you know, prepared to be scattered. Yeah. Uh, prepared to be scattered, which has been you know, our, our series that we're in. Be careful. You're speaking biblical now. Don't, don't, (laughs) don't get crazy, man. I mean, you start speaking biblical, man, people start doing stuff. Well, and for me coming in the door, like it, we're, we're in a city that's 50% Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking around at these churches and I'm like, how come we're not partnering up more? How come we're not doing more with this? And as you and I and Norma, and we begin to talk and lean in, it was like, when I first got here, you guys were on board. It was just, you were a year behind in our preaching schedule. You were right. preaching stuff from a year ago, yes. which was fine. It was great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just felt like if we're going to be fully aligned and and not just, you're not just a ministry of Pantano. You you are a service. You are a, like, we have a bilingual service. Yes. It's not just a, we happen to have a bilingual ministry. And, and so to be able to fully integrate that and go, hey, there's some folks that don't even speak Spanish that go to your mm-hmm. bilingual service. Yeah. They go to Revive. Yep. And and so for me coming in, I'm like, why wouldn't we all be on the same page with the same message, the same voice? And um, we're even doing stuff in the next couple of weeks. It's going to even infiltrate that even more. Mm-hmm. And um, everything from how we subtitle, we think through the lens of bilingual and online and in person all the time. Like you, you can attest to this. Every, every like production meeting we have, I'm like, Right. How does, how does this translate for Revive? Yeah. If it doesn't, either we don't do it or we got to find a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. And and I just think that that's been really the the secret sauce to this working. And yes. uh, and that's an open heart from you guys. Like you could have easily looked at me and been like, "No, we're not doing that." Or you could have been like, "You're you're a crazy gringo. You know nothing <laughs> about um, this." And in some regards, that's true. I, I don't. But in other regards, I also understand the heart of people is the same no matter what the culture is. Mm-hmm. People all need good news and hope. Yeah. So if we can rally around, how do we do that the best as a as a conglomerate together? Mm-hmm. I think we're better together. Yes. And as we start looking at multi site, as we start looking at other communities, the the first question I even had this conversation before we went on the podcast today is, okay, when we go here, do we need to start with Revive in the heart of that, which we do. Mm-hmm. That's the answer. Yes. Especially yeah. if we're in a highly, highly Hispanic area. 
Of course we would, mm-hmm. because if we reach our Hispanic community, and this is what I know, family means a lot in Hispanic culture. Yes. Um, in fact, some of my my counterparts, some of my white friends could learn a little bit from Hispanic culture, from mm-hmm. taking care of family better. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think if we can infuse that day one into another location, that now you've got something that's really beautiful yes. that starts to take place. Um so with all that said, we do want to talk about Sunday because <laughs> we've been in a series called The Church Has Left the Building. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I know, so I've, I've been stretching you the last couple <laughs> Big <time>. months. Um, <laughs> started with SOS when yes. we talked about um, finances. Yes. And I want to lean into that for two seconds with you guys. Um, Cause when I said we were going to do a finance series and I needed you to preach each week, <laughs> you looked at me like I had snakes growing out my face. Oh yes. It, lo- um, it looked like it. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, I'm curious, um, from both of your perspectives, like what did that series, that was a shift for, for Revive yes. to talk about money for the first time. Yes. We just come from a culture where, um, you know, the prosperity gospel has been preached for a long time. And we saw a lot of things, you know, in our history and the people that we were around when we were in Yuma, how that kind of like not only damaged um, some families, uh, but it also, you know, really damaged the church. And, you know, I was skeptical. I was really nervous preaching that message because I had a different, um, we had approached it differently for years, but to hear the perspective in which it was taught was a lot more healthy and empowering. And it actually, uh, you know, put some mission behind it and why we do things. And, you know, Pastor Rogers, you know, analogy of it uh, with a hammer, you know, yep. use the money Money's as a tool. a tool. We that was really hard for us, you know, because we saw it like you know somebody would stand in the actual services that we attended. Um, they would preach like a thirty-minute sermon on giving, and then the actual message before we left was a twenty-minute. You know, this is what you need to do. But it was and they passed the plates like six times. And, you know, <laughs> I, I get it. Well, people would get called by name. You need to give a thousand dollars. You need to give this. You need to give that. Mm. And that was kind of the stuff that we experienced in, you know, in some sense. I'm not a real smart strategist, <laughs> but I feel like that's not a great one. It's yeah. not at all. And that's what we were previewed to. You know, that's what we grew up in. And, and we knew it wasn't healthy. And when we got here, you know, when talking about planning Revive, I didn't want to even touch the finances. I said, I don't want to see them. I don't want to know who gives. I don't want to do nothing about money. So with that structure is how I was raised with that structure. And, and when you started talking about, we're going to talk about money. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I had flashbacks. Yeah, and you, I was like, you were starting to think about that day in the courtyard. You're like, maybe we weren't aligned. Maybe I just had indigestion that day. Like, yeah. uh, you know, well, Norma, from your perspective, cause you, you translated this stuff. Like you were preaching it just as much as he was preaching oh, it. She was um, preaching. Tell you that. <laughs> Actually, let's be honest. He was probably like over in the corner. Like, I want to talk to you. And Norma's like, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, he actually asked me the night before, are you sure you don't want to preach this message for me? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I am just in another language. I wanted to scatter in this moment. <laughs> but I, I'd like to hear your perspective on this. But. Um, I Like Sal said, our culture has been so damaged. Um, there's been so much church hurt because mm-hmm. of this topic. So, um, you know, it was very hard for him to be able to like, oh, do I really want to preach it? But with the perspective, this per- the perspective, perspective you that go. you brought you. it, <laughs> <laughs> that you, that it, the message was being shared with, 
it freed so many of our families, so many yep. of yes. our generations that are at Revive or Revive, you know. However, I can't uh, call it Revive. Revive. <laughs> revive. Um, it doesn't no. sound the same. No. That, you know, it was mind-blowing yeah. because we're not, um, it's like, you're like, oh, you're preaching it and you're like crunching, but then you're being obedient to what God is asking you to do. And then people are like, thank you. We needed to hear that. Thank you for mm -hmm. being obedient. Thank you. Because now we understand. And Saul was like, wow. Like, <laughs> you know, it was just mind blowing. Yeah. And because we real our culture really needs this and we've been so careful we want to mimic what pantano has to offer for our culture that's yes. been yeah. our biggest been um, our, heart. our heart being able to take what we have here so that they can fully receive it that it's not what Jesus has, yeah. you know, that's not how the church is supposed to look. And, um, that was very, um, like, like it kind of feels so warm and fuzzy because you're <laughs> like, yes, you know, like this is what we've been wanting well, to and get I, to. I think it's obedience <laughs> Yes, yeah. on all, on all parts. Not, I'm not saying that, that you guys have been obedient. Like everybody's had to be obedient mm -hmm. in this to go. Mm -hmm. the, the mission and the vision is we want to reach people. Yep. Um, which led into the series we're now in, which is the church has left the building. And we, we talked about week one, like, like we gathered to scatter. We uh, threw seeds. Actually, you threw a lot of seeds at people. <laughs> I Norma. heard about that. Like, yeah, uh -huh. Saul had the prop. He was like, he's throwing seeds. But because she's translating, she's like, well, I'm throwing seeds too. Because I got to throw Spanish seeds while he's throwing English seeds, right? So I really wanted to get the point across we need to scatter. Yeah. Well, I also know that she knows that, that you're part of facilities. Yes. So she was like. He'll clean it. Yeah, he'll clean it's it up. Fine. Let me throw some more of this. Like, uh, you know. She got a little carried away, yeah. so I had to tell her, hey, I'm going to have to clean those up, so calm down. And she well, was like, and I'm going to throw more. Yeah. There's one thing that gets me passionate, and it's being able to see God in action. Yes. And if you want to get me fired up, just... It's being able to share what Jesus and God have called me. It's not, you know, I can tell you a thousand stories oh, yes. of what God <laughs> has done for me, but let me share Jesus to you so that you can come and tell me the stories that Jesus well, wants and to do. I've watched you do it firsthand. Oh, yeah. I've watched you do it firsthand. Um, so uh, week one, you guys are throwing seeds all over everybody, <laughs> as was I. Um, and then last week we talked about the boulders that make us bolder. Yes. Um, and you guys have a thousand of those stories just like I oh, do. Yeah. Um, but this last week, yesterday, we talked about, it's not about us. Yes. It's not about us. Now, I, Amanda, I know you got notes and probably things we need to lean into on this. So uh, I will, I will lean into my illustrious co-host over here. Oh, um, and, uh, how, how do you want to lean into what we talked about yesterday? I have a few things. Um, I liked when you said, when it's not about us, God loves through us. Mm. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty powerful. Um, but a bigger one that I see more often, and I don't know if you guys see it, Revive, but when you make the pastor or the uh, leader of the church the God and the Savior, then that person falls from grace. The people end up. Yeah. They scatter for they a completely scatter different away reason. away from the church. Right. Yeah. And they're forgetting that, like, you guys are just a stepping stone to God. Correct. You are not God. Yes. Yep. And I think a lot of people forget that. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was a big I, one. I would even dig deeper than that. I don't even think I'm a stepping stone. I'm just a conduit as you are, as you are, as you are. Like, yes. I don't need anybody to go over me to get to God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, all God does is work through us and, and the Holy Spirit in us. Uh, and, and so when it becomes about any one of us, and I, I don't think that that's a white, Hispanic, black, like, I think that's, I don't think that's cultural. I think that is humanity. Yeah. We're always looking for someone to, well, he's been with Jesus, so I, I he's my guy. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people say, "If hey, if you're not preaching this weekend, I don't want to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even tell people when I'm preaching or I'm not preaching. Right. Because I'm like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. If you don't come to church because I'm not preaching, you're coming to church you're for the wrong reason. You're not here for the word. You're here yeah. for me, and that's a problem. Right. And that that is a problem. Yeah. And And I get it. People resonate with different people. There's preachers that I resonate with. There's preachers that I don't. But if they're preaching the, the truth of Jesus, mm-hmm. now, don't make the truth of Jesus boring, but even if it's boring, you can find a nugget of truth if it's good news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, we all know there's, there's pastors that you've listened to preach that you're like, maybe you missed your calling. Maybe that this wasn't, maybe this wasn't what God called you to. Um, but if you listen long enough, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to me the dynamics. It matters to me the message that's coming out. Right. And, and I'm guessing culturally that's no different in, in, yeah. in a Hispanic culture. Oh yeah. I get the same. I get people tell me, are you preaching? Uh, I tell them you have to wait to find out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then they miss somebody really good if they don't come. You yeah. had Jeremy and you had Drew and people would have this preconceived notion that they're not Trevor and it's like they're not. But if you would have yeah. sat and listened Thank God to them, they're not. Yeah, they had a lot to offer and yeah. I was just so enamored by their message. Yes, their delivery was awesome. But sure. if I didn't give them that chance, I would have never been hit in my heart by what they had to say. Well, and, and for me, it's a... Uh, do the people of our church trust me? Yeah. And if they trust me, then trust the voices that I'm going to bring in. I'm not going to yep. bring somebody in here that's going to, A, speak counter to what we believe and how we want you to move. Um, and I'm probably going to bring in people who are really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. We and, hear you talk about this. When we plan your Sundays, you're like, your passion, you're like, I got this guy, and he's coming to speak. He's right. unbelievable. And you talk about how, and we're sold. We're like, I can't wait. Yeah. You never go, well, I have somebody he can fill in. It's <laughs> never about that. No, well, that, I would never do that. Uh-uh, there, there's never a moment where I'm going to go, Hey, I need a weekend off. I'm yeah. going to bring in some schmuck that's not Robert, Robert <laughs> schmuck. But, uh, like what I did there. If Robert's not going to be on a microphone, I'm going to call him out by his last name. Uh-huh. Um, his last name's well, schmuck, by they, the way, if y'all don't know that. We had him over for dinner, and I was like, we had dinner with the schmucks, and it was fantastic. <laughs> that's, a great, that's, a, that's not a great movie. It's a horrible movie. It was movie, a horrible but, movie, but it was a great but, dinner. But a great dinner. Yeah, great dinner you. party. Uh, but I'm not going to just bring in somebody for the sake of bringing somebody in. Like the people that I want our people to hear from, there's a reason I want you to hear from them. Right. There's a you You guys don't just preach in Revive. You have other preachers in Revive. Like this last weekend, Henry preached in Revive. Yeah. Henry's one of my favorite preachers. Yeah, he does good. He he's does great. Really good. I, yes. I, I love hearing him preach. His passion <laughs> comes through. Like he, he, he's one of those, like there's listener fatigue that happens too mm-hmm. in church. Like you think you want to hear the same person all the time. The reality is you listen to somebody long enough, you get tired of listening to them too. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't even want to listen to me all the time. Like I said yesterday, I just can't get away from me. My voice is always in my head. So I, <laughs> I have to, like, I have to listen to me all the time. Well, then and we got the podcast and it's like, I want to oh listen gosh. to the podcast, but no, then I have to listen to us and I don't <laughs> want to do that again. No, I, I'm already here listening. No, I, yeah. I actually, the only reason I listen to this podcast is to go back and go, oh well, man, I should have said that. I <laughs> laugh. I'm going to be honest. I think we're funny, but that's yeah. fine. <laughs> that's fine. You think you're funny. I, do. <laughs> I am funny. Yeah. She's like, I'm the funniest person I know when I'm by myself. Um, but I, I do think that there is a there's a cultural the celebrity status of pastors in church, which mm-hmm. is proven every time to not go well. Right. When you when you put again when you put humans on pedestals, man, pedestals fall over really quickly. Yes. And we're human. What do we do? 
Yeah. Make mistakes. Yeah, we do. Yes. As much as I want to be like Jesus in every moment of my life. Try. And I'm try. Yeah. I try every day. Um, but I like usually by the time I get out of my bed into the bathroom, You've done something. I, I've already I've already screwed that up, <laughs> you know, um, and so it, it usually it's because it's dark and I run into something and I lose and Jesus for like two seconds. And I'm like, well, dang, maybe I ought to go back to there bed and start over. Let's <laughs> let's try this again. Dear Lord, help me not to say those words when I run into things, um, it, you know, but I, I think that there's this this perceived notion that because because you're on the platform, because you preach the truth of Jesus, then you, you're basically and again, think about the Catholic influence mm-hmm. of right. you have to go through the priest. Yep. I people all the time go, Hey, can you pray on my behalf? I'm like, I, I will, but you can pray on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need me to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like even a couple of weeks ago when the, the Israel Palestine war started, right. people are like, I'm really disappointed. Week one, you didn't talk about that. And I'm like, well, have you prayed about it? Yep. I pray about it every day. I'm like, we're going to talk about it, yeah. but you don't need me to pray about it for you to pray about it. Yeah. Like it, it, it's, and there is this little bit of perceived notion that, well, you and you have a responsibility as the communicators. Like you, we need to be like you and we can only do it if you say we can do it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's just not what I see. Well, and I have biblically. another one for you that is a little different. That the bites the dust. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little different. That happened about two months ago. Um, a woman started coming back to Pantano. Used to something happened. She decided not to. She reached out. She was like, "I'm back." I responded. I'm like, "That's fantastic. We're so happy you're here." Then she came to a service and she was mad that you had tattoos. Yeah. And I didn't respond to her because that was, she was in some, even if I responded, she would have been defensive and I didn't yeah. want to make her more mad. I'm mad while I'm getting them. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I let it go and I just let her sit in it for a minute. And she kept responded about two weeks ago and she's like, God kept pulling me back and I kept fighting it. And one day I was like, I have to go back to Pantano. And you had a specific message and she sat there and heard it. And she's like, I realized that Trevor is communicating to me about Jesus to bring me closer to him, but he is not Jesus. He is not Correct. God, and right. he is not the one I have to go through to get to him. Correct. He's just giving me the message. She got to it on her own. She prayed through it, and God pulled her back. Yeah. But she had that preconceived notion, you shouldn't have this to be a pastor. Then you're not a pastor. And it was like, mm, that's <laughs> not If I'm going to be real Christ-like, I'm going to get one on my leg, like in Revelation. Yeah. Because um, that would be awesome. <laughs> Jesus comes back with tattoos. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, <laughs> if he's coming back with tattoos, I'm just trying to be like Jesus. Awesome. Yeah. Just trying to be like Jesus. Yeah. Which is really funny. I've had people go, so did did you get those when you were in your rebellious phase? And I'm like, I just got this one two weeks ago. I was like, all of these happened after I went into ministry. Um, So yeah, in my rebellious phase, you're human. I rebelled against the world. That's what I did. But your tattoos aren't the definition of what brings people closer to Jesus. No, 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 no. Oh, well, some people though, it is a conduit Uh that it opens conversation. Yeah. It's not why I got them. I got them because I like them. Um, I didn't get them as an evangelism tool, but they've turned into one. Um, And, you know, even yesterday uh, I was in the, in the cafe when Glenn was talking and there was a lady probably in her, I don't know, late fifties, early sixties. And she was all tatted up. And I was like, where'd you get those? And she starts walking through the story and it's scripture. And, um, and then she was like, Glenn, you got any? And I was like, I tried to get Glenn one. Um, <laughs> and I was like, he's got a big Phoenix on his back, but you just can't see it. You know? so, Glenn, if you're listening to this, it's time to go get that Phoenix, buddy. It's time, to, it's time to do it. It's time to do it. Um, no, but this whole, not about, us, it's not about us even a little bit. Um, because here's what I know, and you probably know this too. I'm going to disappoint you at some point. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. I'm going to say something, do something, not do something, or not say something, and you're going to be disappointed with me. Mm. Um, it will. It's never on. Well, 99 percent of the time, it's not on purpose. Every once in a while, it's on purpose because 
um, I'm a jerk and a human sometimes, but it's never really intentional that I'm going to try to hurt you or not hurt you, or I'm going to try to say something or not say something. Um, you know, so when you put your faith in me, eventually I disappoint. When I put my faith in you, eventually you disappoint. Right. Um, but if you understand that it's not about us disappointing or not disappointing, it's about pointing you to the one that doesn't disappoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's who our faith should be. In. Exactly. Yes. Um, it, I think the bigger thing for me in this message as we worked through it was um, God turns m- moments into movements. Yes. Yep. Yes. Um, so talk to me, What what is that? Uh, just flesh that out for you guys. What does that look like in your mind when you hear that? Um, God will take moments and turn them into movements. What does that, what does that mean to you guys? To me, it's just like, you know, even the stories with Norma, Norma just looks for those moments, moments to sit. Or maybe they look for her. (laughs) No, they find her. Those moments find (laughs) her. I don't don't, don't know about that. Norma dives in head first, you know, but just the things that she does, you know, is like always looking for those moments that create movements in other people. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's stories that we have, you know, coming back from Rocky point where those moments actually turned into movements uh, leaning in with people, praying for them, visiting people. There was a house that we walked into that everybody was sick. There was a person, uh, like four people were in wheelchairs. Mm. And uh, we had a moment there where we prayed for them. And when we started praying for them, they just broke down and they were crying and they were saying, man, we really feel God here. Mm. And they just felt it. And they connected with the local pastor and they will be attending church there. There you go. You know, those to me are those moments that really count that add up to movement. Yeah. Well, I, I had one of those this last week. I played in the Vail Resource Center golf tournament out at Del Lago uh, here locally. And uh, there's, I, I play golf there a lot. So I know the staff. I know, and there's a cart girl. Her name's Laura. I remember that because that's my wife's name. Mm-hmm. And um, she is she is not a Christ follower by any stretch of the imagination. She is really sweet, really nice, but um, just kind of an atheist in mm-hmm. her mind. So I'm out there playing golf in this tournament, a couple of my buddies, and she's the cart girl on Saturday. And she comes around and she said, I got a question for you later. And I was like, well, why later? I'm right here. And she was like, well, you're in the middle of a tournament. I was like, I don't care. I'm like, we got to wait anyhow. And she goes, how do I find my higher power? And I was like, well, that that's that's really loaded. Like, <laughs> you're right. I don't have time to unpack that right here. Yeah. And she was like, I'm, I'm at this place where I know there's something more. She gave up drinking seven months ago. She's been sober for seven months. Oh. Um, she's out of that scene. She's trying to get her life together. She's in AA. She's at the part of AA that now talks about your higher power. She's like, I don't, I don't know what that means. How do I find my higher power? And I, I was like, well, well, first of all, it's not something you're going to find. It's something that's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's reveal it. And I said, what you, and I was like, why don't you come hang out with me on a Sunday? She goes, I don't think I can do that. I said, okay. I said, then would you be interested in hanging out with a couple of ladies that may be able to help you on this journey? And she was like, I would be. Mm. I was like, so I'm going to get her information. I'm going to connect her with some ladies here at the church. Um, I may connect her with you, That's which, a good idea. That's which is good and dangerous at the same time. <laughs> um, cause she's like, a which little, is all good. Cause uh, <laughs> she's like a pit bull out of Compton. <laughs> I, just, I like challenges. I just, I just picture her in like a 64 Impala. <laughs> and it's bouncing with, down With the a little street. do-rag on <laughs> and sitting with your with your French bulldog next to her. But then she gets out of the car and like helps somebody across the street. Right. And she's like the right. nicest person But I feel like the, the French bulldog's wearing like Ray-Bans and a, and a, a do-rag, do-rag as well. Oh, yeah. Like I just, oh, yeah. that's a great image. With uh, their arm out the window. All right. Hey, uh, hey Robert, I need you to uh, make an AI image of that. Yeah. Just make AI do that for us because... I kind of like to see it, Um, you know, Tupac in the backseat. I mean, there's all sorts of things that could happen there. Um, But again, when the intentionality of that's a moment and I've had in two years, I've had dozens of moments on the golf course where she comes by. All she's doing is offering drinks and food on the golf course. 
But every time I've seen her, my buddy Mike, who's a member out there as well, he's always like, hey, this is my pastor. This is my pastor. And so she knows what I do. And I don't ever, I've never one time been forcing it. All I've said to her a couple of times is like, hey, you ever get a weekend free, come hang out with me. Mm. And she'd always kind of, you know, eh, yeah, I got to work. I got to work. Now she's at a place where she's at. She, she's had two years of moments mm-hmm. that is now going to lead to some movement. And she doesn't even know it yet. Right. I know she's not hearing this podcast because she doesn't listen to our podcast. Um, but I, I know that there's going to be movement that happens in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but you got to be looking for those moments. Right. And sometimes the moments aren't easy moments or even good moments. It's sometimes the hard moments that lead to movement. Yeah. I mean, you think of Paul. He, we talked about it in the message. He, mm-hmm. he was left for dead. They stoned yeah. him to death, so they thought. <laughs> so they and thought. then zombie apocalypse Paul comes back, <laughs> and uh, the walking dead comes back into the city. And then he goes away, and then he comes back, yeah. and he preaches. And it's he cared like, so much about the people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, who does that? Yeah. Do you go to places where they're like, hey, we're going to kill you? And you're like, man, that'd be a great place to vacation. <laughs> I'll actually, be back. I've actually thought about this scenario when you were talking about it yesterday. I was like, yeah, I'm not too sure I would actually went back to the same yeah. place. That says a yeah. lot about Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I think of my buddy Ajay in India. I'll never forget the first time we went over there. He sends an email to all of our wives. And it just said, hey, I just wanted to let you know, no worries. Your husbands will be completely safe on this trip. And my wife goes, the fact that he sent that email <laughs> makes me feel like there's makes me believe like maybe you ain't gonna yeah. be safe on this trip. Yeah. And I was like, kind of makes me feel that way too. And then like literally within two days of being there, I was like, we are not safe at all. Everybody's trying to kill us right now. Like he just wanted to get you we, there. We are preaching the gospel and people are literally like threatening to take us out. And oh I'm, we're traveling with full security and oh, wow. like, like there was an incident. I don't know what the incident was, but Ajay disappears for a couple and then he comes back and I was like, everything good. He's like, everything's fine, brother Trevor. We make, we made it go away. And I was like, uh, mate, what? 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 <laughs> Am I in the Christian mafia right now? Like what is happening? Like, but again, like I, there was also a part of me that was invigorated to go, if I die for the gospel, okay. Yeah. Like I, I did. I had this moment in India the first time I was there. Like I'm, I don't wake up every day and go, man, I hope I die today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I had a moment when you're getting ready to walk into a village where they've never heard Jesus. Like we walked into this village in Kanza and they've never heard the name. Je- they've never seen white people. So we get off the bus, man. It was like the Beatles showed up. And they're, <laughs> and then they're like, this old lady, I don't know, I say old. She looked like she was a thousand years old. She was probably like 40. Um, and she was rubbing my face with her hands, like just touching my face because she'd never seen white people. Mm. So she's just like, where is your tan? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, and we were doing a medical clinic at the same time. So I was like, oh God, man, what, I don't know what's all over you your, hands, your hands, but you just, you just wiped them all. Like she went like, she put it down my nose and then she touched my oh. mouth. And I was like, I'm a germaphobe. I would have been. And I had this moment where I was like, nope, not about me. It's not about me. It's not about me. It's, not, it's kind of about me right now. It's a movement. It's a moment. And I pray I don't have a weird movement. Like I'm so scared right now. Um, but the reality was, is that I did have this moment. This is where I understood Paul because I'm like, we did have people threaten us a few times while we were over there. And I'm like, man, if I die for the gospel, that's the first time I understood to live as Christ, but to die as game. Mm. I'm like, if I die for the gospel, don't cry for me. Yeah. Argentina. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, knew, you were, I knew you were going there. I knew you were going there. I'm you like, her to don't, 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 like, throw a party. Yeah. Throw a party. Like have, have a celebration. If I die for the gospel, okay, what did I really lose? Um, and you went in and it wasn't about you. Correct. Now, if I die because of me, of something I think is, is worthy, mm-hmm. uh, don't party for that. Don't celebrate that. Mourn that because 
that's dumb. That's a dumb reason to die for something all about me. Yeah. Um, but if you die for something all about the gospel, you're, what have you really lost? Mm-hmm. Right. To live as Christ, to die is gain. Um, so for you guys, like I know you have moments all the time. I hear about them. I see them. <laughs> like we're in the Dominican in yeah. May. We're laying brick and block at this this house. All of a sudden, Norma's gone. And I'm like, we lost Norma. How do we lose Norma? Norma's loud. You can't lose Norma. I look over and little old man is bringing out little coffees and like in little teacups. And all of a sudden, Norma's having coffee with some old dude on a patio, just chilling with chickens and some dogs. And I was like, what is happening? So I was like, well, she's leading people to Jesus. And I was like, of course she is. Yeah. It's not about Because she took a moment and there was a movement. Yep. And, and now, so, well, I know you're this way too. You're just not as overt. You're more covert than your yeah. wife. Yeah. Um, like I remember the first time she came to our house. Oh, yeah. Ding dong, ditching my front door and didn't know I had a camera. Yeah. And uh, and you didn't even get out of the car. You're like, no. I'm the getaway man. Yeah, I'm the driver. I'm sitting out here in the car. And then we caught her on camera. Yeah. Um, but talk to it from your perspective, because I do know Norma's always looking for the moment, but I think you are too. Yeah. Um, so how does that play out for you? Behind the scenes. <laughs> no, I just like to get, you know, um, you know, how do I say it? You know, I, I have moments like when I go into the grocery store and I just see people and I just get them to start talking or wherever I go, I just try to just have a conversation with them. And you, as you start having a conversation, you just start to lean in. Right. And, and my heart has always been, how can I be there for this person at this moment for this time? And slowly it's revealed. It's revealed in that moment, how you can be there. And, you know, whether it's a conversation, whether it's an exchange of a phone number, uh, but it's always going back to that person and just connecting with them and being there for them. And yep. uh, yeah, it's been, I mean, there's been a lot of moments. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but it looks like Norma wants to talk about one. <laughs> no, our neighbor, when we got oh. back from Rocky Point. Yeah. So, I mean, even sharing stuff in social media, you know, I was outside and I was changing a battery in my car and our neighbor's a mechanic. So he has his cars like all pieced up. There's engine pieces like laying out in his yard and all this stuff all the time. And it's called always, art. So it's <laughs> called art. <laughs> well, sure. my dad was a mechanic. So yes, it's yeah. probably is art to them. Yeah. But he just comes right over and he goes, Hey man, you guys were just in Rocky point. And I'm like looking at him like, what the heck? You know, how how is, is he stalking know? me on Facebook or what? <laughs> Sounds and, like it. Yeah. But he comes over and he goes, Hey, next time you guys are um, doing something, you know, which we're going to take an opportunity for serve our city. He goes, next time you guys serve like that, I want to be part of it. Wow. So I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and he wants to go to Rocky Point next year. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and you get him into Server City and yep. you get him into Rocky Point. Yeah. And that's why I tell people all the time, I'm like, your moment doesn't have to be a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In fact, very rarely is your moment going to be a Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Usually your moment is going to be a, hey, I saw you in Rocky Point. Yeah. Hey, you're working on your car in the driveway. Can I help you? Hey, I, I like this. Hey, I like, and all of a sudden you have a, a moment that starts to move them. And the movement is usually not, the moment they show up here, Mm-mm. that's the precipice of all the movement that's happened back here in those moments. Yeah. So all these little moments lead to a bigger movement at some mm-hmm. point. It's like uh, you're tagging people. You are. Well, one of my mm. favorite ones mm. has been mm. um, when Saul and I f- were first married, there was our family across the street. <clears throat> the girls would always come out and be bouncing the basketball. And I'd peek out our window and I'd tell my husband, someday... You know, I want to reach that family for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how the girls were teenagers. Well, they were young adults and they loved to party. 
And I'm like, I. <laughs> and, you, and Norma joined him. And Norma was like, oh, this y'all like the party. <laughs> and um, one day while I was at McDonald's with my, um, at that time, one-year-old and my newborn daughter at that time, um, a young girl walked in with the son, the age of my son, and the Holy Spirit prompt, prompted me that she was having marital problems. I was like, that's crazy. I'm by myself with my kids in that McDonald's as well. And the Holy Spirit kept tugging at me. I was like, okay. So I approached her and began to have a conversation with her. And I needed to get into how I was going to bring <laughs> up, you know, where to the you know, where so the Lord wanted me to. Like, so you only got a six-piece <laughs> nugget. Is that just for you? Uh, so I, I'm like, oh, you know, I began to somehow say I went to church. She said, oh, what church do you go to? And I told her we were going to a small church at that time. And she's like, oh, my husband used to go to that church. And I'm like, who's your husband? It happened to be my husband's best friend growing up. Mm. I was oh. like, crazy. wow. I was like. We were invited to your wedding, I said. And we didn't go. Ooh. And we didn't go. <laughs> and go. so she's like, we're actually not together right now. We're going through problems. And that gave me an opportunity to invite her to a life group. And to the first gathering that she came, she brought my neighbor from across the street. And that turned that moment turned into a movement. That whole family got saved. And wow. it's just been amazing to see that whole story. Unfold. Yeah. And you never know what one moment, one prompting will turn into a movement of right. neighborhoods and legacy mm-hmm. and families. And um, I just need to know, did she ever go, hey, so can I still get a gift since you didn't come to my wedding? Oh. <laughs> she did it. No, I'm just, I mean, I uh, think it's I a, I, th- I would have. I'd have been like, hey, so I need a crock pot. Yeah. You want to help me out? Like, I'll forgive you. Uh, you know. Um, uh, no, and again, this is that legacy piece too, you know, leaning into the legacy um, of all these things. Now, okay, so this next weekend, we've got Server City. Yes. And um, uh, it's it's literally one of my favorite weekends of the year. And uh, I've got people all over the country, pastor friends are like, so wait a minute, you guys shut down your church on Sunday? I'm like, mm-hmm. we don't shut down the church. We just scatter the church the way the church is supposed to be. <laughs> now, this is how a lot of pastors think of this. They'll go, well, what happens with your giving? I'm like, huh? <laughs> they're like, well, y- people won't give if they're not there. I'm like, well, first of all, people give online. Yeah. First of all, we don't pass plates at Pantano. Right. We have boxes on the wall and most people give through online. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, but I'm not, I'm not worried about giving because what happens is when people serve, they want to be generous. Yep. Yeah. So we got a couple thousand people going to spread all over our community. You want to talk about generosity. Yeah. They're giving their time. You know, their and then when people love. feel passionate about what they're doing, they'll they'll actually fund the mission of the church. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't worry about that because if you're locked in and go, I want to be part of a church that loves schools, that loves single moms, that loves families that are down and out, that that loves the the just the community, that, then you're like, all right, well, whatever we're doing next, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like we, I'm in. Whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's... It's one of those where you get people involved in in the community. Um, we're we're not having a worship service. We're having a worship service. Right. We're serving all over our community, um, and and Revive is a part of that. Yes, we're we're all one church. Uh, so talk to me about how that like uh, some people have asked me like so how does this play out with when you guys do stuff? And I'm like, well, first of all, you're you're assuming that there's multiple like delineations. I'm like, we're one church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but because it's bilingual. Talk to me about when we promote something like Serve Our City. How does that play out? Well, I'm I'm privy to a lot of what's happening at Pantano because I'm part of the production meeting too, part of the teaching team. 
So I get a lot of that and I'm able to translate that into Revive. So uh, Revive is just on mission is just on the same step as Pantano. Yeah. So anything serve our city. Um, there's a lot of people that are actually already coming together as life group because there's life groups actually on the west side of Tucson. Yeah. They come all they they live all the way on Ajo and Kenny area. They come to the Valencia area, you know, down I-19 area. They have life groups there. Um, they are already going out and helping families, and they're doing the same thing. Oh, I love that. The same day. I love that. Yeah. Um, and, and it's going to be a great weekend. Now, the other thing we introduced this last weekend was TAG. Yes. Oh, yes. TAG, you're it. <laughs> um, and we... Etiquetado. What did you say to me? Etiquetado. Don't, oh, speak, don't speak like that to me. No. <laughs> sounds good, huh? That sounds great, but I sounds could great. never repeat did it. Did he say La Encantada like I, the mall? That's all I was like, north? I'm going. <laughs> you want to go shopping after this? La Encantada. Norma, let's go. La Encantada? Yeah. I like some raw sushi, man. That, that, that's a great restaurant up there. <laughs> north, Italia. There's a frost no, up there. No, frost. Mm-hmm. Wow. So are we going after this? La Encantada. I just got really excited. Like I, I don't, I'm pretty sure that's not what he said, but that's what I heard. But yeah. we could go over there and tag people. Okay. Actually, I'll let you... Take me to the sushi place and you can tag me with a random act of kindness and then I'll, Buy his lunch. I'll tag it another way somehow. I'll figure it out. Um, it, so tag, mm-hmm. but say it again in Spanish. It sounds okay. Etiquetado. Nope. Nope. I got nothing. <laughs> right through, right over my just, head. Just listening for my name again. Um, so we, we're starting the world's largest game of tag in our yes. city. And uh, we gave people cards yesterday that just say tag your it on them. And uh, if you go tag uh, to tag your it dot fun, which I love that it's dot fun. Mm-hmm. That just makes me so happy. Um, if you go to that website, you can get ideas on how to use random acts of kindness, tag people. Uh, I'm curious at Revive yesterday, how did the cards go over for tag? It was really that, good. Was that fun? Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Because yeah. we had, we hit towards the end, we hit uh, announcements on server city and we also hit tag. And they're all like, man, we want to play. So yeah. <laughs> they want to have fun. <laughs> so a funny, funny story. Sonia Z's uh, boy, Andrew. Yeah. So he took like 25. Oh, oh wow. wow. And he, and he told Sonia, he was like, uh, mom, I'm taking these schools. She goes, put those back. That means you got to do something with all those. Uh, you could have two. You could have two. And, uh, I'm totally ratting him out right now, but He's hopefully awesome. Z doesn't listen to this. Um, and so he, he literally walks over to me in the courtyard and he goes, look inside my, my, my waistline and he had tucked like a whole stack inside of his waistband oh, wow. yeah. and he was like my mom told me i couldn't have all these but i took them and i was like no, i don't care well should i be under the assumption that means he has to buy something for people but a random act of kindness is well he's already gotten in trouble for that because he was using all of his food money at school <laughs> oh, yeah. to buy stuff for everybody else <laughs> yes. i don't know and i love that i yeah, think that's i do great. too but yeah. he was buying he's the good starving. stuff he was buying oh, the good stuff that yeah. kid has a pastor's heart yeah so he's a great that's kid great. and he's got a little bit of a shyster's heart too like he's like see if i can work this just him a little bit. Oh, yeah. You. He's me. Okay, got it. He is me. That's why I know he's going to be great. Because yeah. uh, he knows how to work the system like nobody's business. Uh, but he actually really does have a pastor's heart. He's yeah. an unbelievable kid. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see the movement of Tagurit. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, because I think these little moments are going to lead to a movement. And I can't wait till the day we have somebody tag that at, on our social media and it's somewhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. or somewhere else in the country or in another city or, uh, you know, I just, I think the sky's the limit and you don't have to spend money to do this. Yeah. You, you can do a random act of kindness without spending a dime. And, uh, and I'm just excited to see what's going to happen. Well, with our Lion King friends, they've asked for some tag cards cause they want to tag oh, over really? in Kentucky awesome. and yeah, everywhere see? that they're at, they want to mm-hmm. start tagging people. That's awesome. 
And we had a, a couple that was headed to the airport yesterday, and they were headed to Las Vegas. So they were oh. extremely excited. Viva Las Vegas! Viva. To have the tag cards. <laughs> just trying to find <laughs> Spanish things I can <laughs> say. Just trying to fit in. A for effort. I'm just trying to fit yeah. in. I think I just quoted Elvis. No, I don't think Elvis I quoted. That? I don't think I quoted anything. No. Um, now we're not having an official coffee time today, but um, I do want to point out something. Norman today. And all of now, I heard a little rumor, and I like this rumor. Oh. I heard a rumor that you you tried to get mythical coffee here today. Oh yes, I did. Yes, she did. And so for that, I'm going to give you a massive A for effort. Um, <laughs> and Amy, if you hear this, she's not trying to be a what was her advocate for an the people. advocate for the people. <laughs> she's trying to take her. care of the people. Yeah, <laughs> the care about coffee. Being me, oh. I'm the people. <laughs> I'm the people. So if she's an advocate for the people, I'm the people that she's advocating for. Um, and I, I loved your art. I loved your effort. And, and then you stopped by my office a little while ago, and I get a little knock on my door, and I see her outside the window, and she's like this. She's got a cup holding it up. Circle and, K. Uh, circle and K. No, it's not Circle K. <laughs> it, was, it was Quick Trip. It, oh, it, was, uh, it, it was actually Starbucks cup. But oh. I love your – I like when she comes in. She goes, I, I know this is Starbucks. <laughs> but it's a six-shot Americano. And I was like, no, you, you did good. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. Like, I, I'm like, if I'm going to drink it, that's what I get. A six shot Americano. Um, what you didn't know is I've already had seven shots this morning. So oh I'm at 13 right. shots of espresso. And 12 is my limit. And uh, so if you'd like to meet me later, I'll be running around the parking lot with my shirt off. Um, screaming at traffic on Houghton Road. Um, <laughs> Just yelling at everybody, it's not about us. It's not about us. Tag, you're it. Tag, you're it. Just throwing the cards I'm Just throwing the cars. tag cards at cars. Um, but I, I think I've. I've converted you yeah. to good coffee. Yeah. Oh, yes. I know the difference now. You do know the difference. Which, you know, this morning when I walked into the office, it smelled so delicious. <laughs> but you didn't offer any, so oh, I just rude. kept walking by. You didn't ask. I didn't ask. No, you could, you, you're you at a place in relationship with me now where you could be like, hey, could you make me some of that? And That's I would. true. I, I didn't would. do that. You, you could have. I you guys are connected. It. Remember, you connected your hearts and your minds. Like I know. Now yeah. you're connected But with I, when I see him on a laptop and, you know, doing this stuff, I, go, I don't want to bother him. You give him a look and he'll do this. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard Saul <laughs> say. Yeah. I don't want to bother him. Like, <laughs> I bother you with other stuff. You were in my office. All you had to say was, hey, what do I got to do? Get some of that coffee. Well, um, but it smelled really good it did. in the office it's this true. morning. It's true. And, and I've tasted the whole the process. I don't. You, it's like magic. It's science. It is. It really is science. It is science. It is. But I hear the grinder and the spritzing and the this and the that. Yeah. Must taste good for all that effort. <laughs> the spritzing and the this and the that. It sounds like my bathroom when my girls are getting ready. The spritzing and the this and the that's that. How you we know, get that's how ready. That's true. That's true. And I know Amy probably doesn't want to hear it, but the best coffee I've had is on the make. That's true, Sam. That is very true. She very only true. had she had a couple Folgers people this Sunday. I converted. To I converted two Folgers people. Did you? Uh, 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 Debbie. So Amy should stop. Debbie advocating. Carlson and her husband. They come up to me on Sunday and they're like, "We drink Folgers." Can I'm we like, go back to season one when you called that coffee armpit juice? <laughs> yes. Armpit juice. <laughs> so you've converted me from armpit juice Good. to actual coffee. Good. Good. Well, so George and Debbie come over to the the my brewery yesterday. Well, I'm staying oh, outside, yeah. and, and he was like, "All right, what do I get?" And I was like, "What do you like?" He goes, I, "You just tell me." And at, so I see him later and he goes, well, how do they do that? It's so good. I was like, because it's good coffee. They don't use Folgers. <laughs> they're not using Folgers. It's been in a can for like 30 years on a shelf in a warehouse. They're they're like fresh beans, fresh grind. Um, that's why my coffee's good every day. It's yeah. fresh. It's just been roasted. It's just, then I, I grind it. I brew it. I, I've converted the, the schmuck over there, Robert. <laughs> he's been converted. He's making his own at home. He's pouring over. Oh, he's, he's invested. He, he is invested. I appreciate that my boy is, he's converted fully. Yep. Um, you know, I'm... <laughs> 
I make disciples of Jesus and of good coffee. Yeah. Uh, oh. Norma, I need to know from you though. What is Uh-oh. what is your regular? Oh, it's okay. You can be Folgers. honest. <laughs> if it's Folgers, we'll talk. But oh, Saul just it's pointed at his arm. Not armpit juice, Saul. There's uh, a lot of people cringing right now. They're like, stop saying those words. Well, when they Car- drink Folgers, they're going to cringe. A and then caramel move. macchiato. Oh. Oh, so uh, you don't drink coffee. You drink sugar. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Milk, milk and sugar. Well, I only started drinking coffee in January. Oh, wow. so I you're, didn't you're used to, to it. You're yeah. slow rolling yourself in. Yeah, yes, I didn't used to drink okay, coffee. Okay, so I'm actually going to lean you into Dylan's drink that he gets usually when he goes someplace new is a Cortado. Go get a Cortado. It'll ease you in. Okay. That's your next drink of choice. That uh, Don't do it at Starbucks. Go to like XO, go to Yellow Brick, go somewhere like that and just get a Cortado. What's the one over by our house now in Vail? Pour my coffee. That's the name of it? Yeah. I thought you were literally telling me, here, no. pour my coffee. <laughs> now, pour it. Like when Saul walks in my office now, he's going to be like, pour my coffee. coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, don't no. talk to me that way. <laughs> now I'm, you're crying. Now I'm, I'm crying. Scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. Um, yeah, pour my coffee actually yeah. has good good coffee over there in Vail. Um, or Rita Ranch, actually. It's not yeah. far from you guys. Yeah. Um, right there in front of the Safeway in Rita. Yep. Um, but go get a Cortado. Mm-hmm. And st- just ease your way that direction. And... Uh, but if you go to the places I told you, they'll give you good Cortados. I actually got her to the point where she was looking up, you know, the Chemex. She was, she yes. was about to wow. purchase it all. So. And then it got too complicated and I no, it's not. went over it. Let the, let, the Holy, it. let the Holy Spirit speak right now. <laughs> Maybe we could do a class. A the Holy Spirit. Yes. Class. Uh, Norma, the Holy Spirit sounds a lot like me right now. Um, and what the Holy Spirit is saying is, go ahead and get the Chemex. Order the filters, order the Chemex. Look at Amanda's green right and now. Come, she doesn't know and what to come say. to your pastor's office. I can't have hot coffee, but I am on a journey to learn how to do cold brew with all those good coffees. You can do, good, you can do yeah. cold brew. Thing is, so. it has to look good in our office, so it has to kind of match the vibe. The Chemex, <laughs> did you see his? His is The Chemex will match dope. your vibe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The Chemex yeah. matches the vibe. And if you don't want It'll the one with the, with the bamboo uh, like sleeve on it, get the glass one that's got the glass handle on it. Mm. Um, it's a little more money. It's fine. I'm just saying, you know, so don't, I'm not telling well, you to go into debt. Well, birthday is coming up, so. So you're like, going to get yourself the thing for his I feel birthday. Like, I feel like she's getting her a gift for your yeah, birthday. Yeah, she's getting her a gift. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That's, that's a good way to do it. Happy wife, happy yeah. life. Happy, remember that. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I feel like we've converted you, yeah. and we've got her on a slow trickle in. That's okay. We've got her on a pour over, not on a drip. Like, that's good. We're moving her in this direction. Um, and again, it, it, it's not just about coffee it's about what it all represents the process and and what goes on around a good cup of coffee is what we're doing right now sitting around a table having good conversation were you just singing silently i just (laughs) looked over and amanda's mouth is wide open i have not had coffee oh Uh, so i was yawning well, I had enough for the both of us. Thank you. Um, well, I've got it. Um, 12 is your limit. You're on 13. When you see me on Houghton Road <laughs> riding scared. a javelina down the street. Um, <laughs> I don't know what noise they make, but I feel like it's like, wee, wee, as I'm running down the street. Um, <laughs> so it takes me all the way home. Um, it'd be great. <laughs> you got it? Did you pick that up? It took me a second. Okay. So what do we got coming at uh, Pantano that we all need to know about and be oh. aware of? Um, lots of things. Did you just say olive? What did uh, you just say? Olive. olive. Uh, um, no true. coffee makes me weird. Yeah. Er. Er. I was going to uh, say. <laughs> I beat you on that one. I you usually did. set myself up. Yeah. Uh, Serve Our City, you've already talked about. So Which no, is this Sunday. No services Sunday. But is there still availability to sign up? There is still availability. And actually, we have 
bikes that need to be built. Mm. Bikes. So we started with 200 that needed. Then it was 500. We're at 950 Whoa. bikes. Whoa. So we need a lot of people to sign up to help build the wow. bikes. My, my daughter's helped build bikes. My daughter and wife helped build bikes last year. And it yeah. was a great project. Oh, and I've ta- I talked to a bunch of people Sunday. Lots of people are starting to sign up. But yeah. we do need a lot of help still. And even Sweet. if it's just something in your own community that you know, like uh, last year with Chris Valenzuela and them, uh, we cleaned up the baseball parks because our sons played baseball and they oh, yeah. nobody cleaned them. So we're like, let's serve that community. Um, and then we have Christmas Eve coming up. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that's on the radar screen. <laughs> oh, the, wow. And it's, it sounds weird to talk about it this quick, but it comes quick and people need to prepare So themselves. the 23rd and 24th, 357357. Yep. Yep. Yes. All the same services, six different mm-hmm. opportunities. Uh, I would encourage you, uh, pick a service and get there. Just decide now. That's and where it's going to be an experience. Oh, it, it always. is. Uh, yeah. Always. And it, and we've got baptisms that are going to happen that night, mm-hmm. both nights. Um, so if you'd like to sign up, I can think of no greater time to get baptized than, yeah. than Christmas Eve. Uh, it's just what a great gift yep. to yeah. receive at Christmas is a gift of salvation. You know, it's a good one. And we will have translation for all yes. six services. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I like what you just said. Yeah. Come all. Saul just went mid 90s. You hear that? He's like, he yeah. He's trying to keep yeah. up with the warm up. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he went full Compton. He did yeah. it. He did it. So um, proud. Uh, yeah. So we'll have full translation at all services, which will be awesome. Uh, the series, I'll, I'll let it out. It is This is War. Mm-hmm. And I've had some people go, Should we do that with what's going on in the world? I'm like, You realize we're always at war in the world. Yeah. Um, and actually, I could think of no greater time to be talking about This is War because Jesus showing up when he showed up was not a declaration of, uh, I mean, he is the Prince of Peace, mm-hmm. but. Yeah. It was about to start war yeah. uh, and a spiritual war. Like it was, it was on like Donkey Kong. Like uh, <laughs> it was, it, it was going to be a very rocky road for humanity, and that's why Jesus needs to come. And we're in that now, so we are. why not live in it with that story? Right, and then the way it ends, right? And how beautiful it is. And, and Christmas Eve, I'll give you the title: is the tide turns now, yep. and it is, it is going to be. Uh, it's just going to be an epic series and Christmas Eve, Eve and Eve, I cannot wait for. Uh, it's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. And then we go into our new year with that attitude and that message and that yeah. heart, our hearts filled. And I think it's yeah. going to be amazing. So now on the Revive end, what's coming up in Revive that Revive needs to know? Anything major that we don't know about? Our Thanksgiving celebration. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. I looked at it. So he looked at me looked like at Norma. <laughs> he was like a deer in headlights. He's like, I know nothing. I know nothing. <laughs> Ask my wife. I was going to say, we're on the same page. We're on the same thing. Yeah, that, us too. Did it. Then I got a look from Norma <laughs> over here. So I looked over here. <laughs> so talk, talk to me about the Thanksgiving dinner. What do you guys do? We I'm have, guessing Thanksgiving dinner. That would be my they guess. Eat. <laughs> yes, we have a Thanksgiving celebration right after service on November the 19th. November the 19th. Yeah. Right after service. Yes. yes. What kind of what kind of, food? What kind of food's going to be there? All oh, why are we asking about there's food? All yeah. kinds yeah. of food. But I want to know what all's going to be there. Are I mean, we invited? I, yes, um, you are. <gasps> um, we usually send the slack to staff. Oh, I'm preparing my heart, though. So what, what kind of things can stomach. I expect? <laughs> well, there was all kinds of stuff. What's going to pass your heart? Like, there were some people coming up to Norma. Hey, we didn't see this on the list, but we want to bring a dish from home. What is that? What is the this? I want to know what the this is. Yeah. Well, they were asking me... How should I prepare this? I'm like, well, that's the beauty because, you know, when, for Thanksgiving, we all have different styles uh, yeah. styles of making things. And that's what you bring. I want to go on a journey yes. through all your culture. If you've never been to any of their like meals after Revive, it's a journey. Yeah. We have people from everywhere. We have people from... Yeah. Colombia, we have people from Peru, Ecuador. we have people from Ecuador. Oh, I we love, have people. by the way, Peruvian food, bro. Oh, yeah. So that's the Valenzuelas. His, uh, Chris's wife, Claudia, her mom is from, they're both from Peru. So mm. they, chicken and mm. rice, but they cook. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm. They'll be they turkey eat, and rice. They eat well. Yeah. Red beans and rice. <laughs> Plantains and rice. <laughs> Basically any carb and rice. Food. Carbs and carbs are my favorite. Oh, that's the worst noise. Oh my gosh. Don't ever do that on a microphone again. Which that's, one? This one? Yeah, that one. <laughs> and now people have just stopped subscribing to the podcast because that's no. what they just heard. Um, that's a horrible sound. Um, anything else in Revive we need to know about? Nope. Well, Hey, thank you guys for being on this episode. Yep. It's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, enjoy hanging out with you guys. Anyhow, uh, the nice same conversation. Ever. It's well, true. It's true. But I think I think she might actually cut you. Um, you know? No, Norma loves me. No, I, I, but I would never make her mad. Exactly. Yes, then she would cut me. Correct. Like I, I, I know how she rolls. That's where that. That's where that little bit of L.A. comes out in her. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a very nice person. Hey, she's hey, looking hey, at hey. you like she's gonna she's cut you. Actually, I'm a really nice person. Say it. Say, Say it again. It. I'm a really nice Say person. It again. Um, Hey, tell me, hey, tell me her rap name again. What was her rap name? <laughs> no, her chola name. Oh, what's, what's her, her chola, what name? chola name? Are we going to say it? Here? Say it. Yeah. Is it appropriate? La Giggles. La oh, Giggles. what's up, La Giggles? <laughs> I have people, when we have, when there's meetings, I have people come sit next to me to really get the feel of who I am, and I won't even realize that they're there for that, and then my husband's like, well, you totally ignored them. I was like, who, what, when? And La giggles. Norma's getting like straight ghetto right now, and I'm enjoying every second because of Because of what they've heard here. Yeah. So. All, all I know is La Giggles either sounds like a, a really good like rap name, or it sounds like the creepiest horror Clown? movie ever. Yeah. It's like, next. Every time you round the corner, <laughs> La Giggles. And there comes Norma. Yeah. And there, here comes Norma, but like a little crazy, you know. Uh, no, seriously, though, thank you guys for being who you are. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank Thanks for, for being uh, just who you guys are, that you take mm-hmm. moments and turn them into movements. Thank you for what you do for Revive. Uh, but bigger than that, what you guys do for the kingdom, you permeate that through your family. You permeate that through your neighborhood, um, through our city, and through everywhere you guys go. And now, uh, really globally, everywhere you show up, like yeah. God just moves in your midst. And so... Thank you for that. If you listen to this podcast, do us a favor. If you would share this, uh, if you would like this, if you'd leave a review for us on uh, wherever you listen to this, that would help more people get to hear this. Um, and if you would like to leave us a voicemail, there's a link at the yeah. bottom of the show notes. And I actually, I have a question for the listeners today. If they'd oh, like. Oh, what's your question for the listeners? What kind of act of kindness did they do with TAG? Oh. And if they can leave that voicemail with the link in the notes, mm. and then we'll talk about it on our next, and that gives other people that ideas. Sounds like a lot of things That's to learn awesome. how to do, um, but, I, but I like it. Um, so thank you for being a part of the make. We are so glad you are with us. Join us next week, same place, same channel, same people. Well, at least Amanda and I will be back here with you next week. Have a good week. 